0: Hey guys, welcome to Ask the Podcast. Super glad you stopped by. Our team is made up of professional therapists and amateurs. Since we don't know your personal situation, we might get it wrong sometimes, but we will always give you the best advice we can with the information we have. We love getting your questions, so keep them coming. And this is a discussion format, so sometimes we curse, and sometimes we talk or laugh over each other. We want y'all to feel like part of our team. Remember, if you need emergency help, please call 911 or the suicide hotline, the number of which is on our website, www.askthepodcast.com. Hey, y'all, thanks for joining Sid and Beth today on Ask the Podcast. Teens today, we are talking to y'all about ADHD, which has kind of been hitting the, the TikTok screen and the TV screen, and everybody's kind of talking about ADHD these days. It's it's made a resurgence. It was super popular, super trendy to diagnose um, teenagers and kids with ADHD back in the uh, 80s and 90s. And looks like it's coming back.
1: And in general, I think it's also important to talk about like the the idea of diagnosing oneself, about applying labels, and and thinking that you know something that you see in popular media would apply to you. Because the reality is that if you, oh, oh the other the other by the way the other really popular one is anxiety. Everybody's got anxiety. Everybody oh got anxiety, anxiety, anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guess what? Yes, everyone does have anxiety it's a survival skill. Right. Because think back when we were like cavemen, if you didn't pay attention to, you know, what might be on the other side of that bush then the saber tooth tiger is going to eat you.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) got to trust those tingling spidey senses.
1: Right. So anxiety is functional. When it becomes a problem, it's when it interferes with your ability to, to do everyday things, which is one of the defining characteristics of pretty much every single diagnosis in that big, huge book we use called the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, right? Yes. One um, one of the last crucial criteria is does it significantly interfere with you know vocational, social, yep. daily functioning? You know, so if you get a little nervous about taking a test, guess what? That's not anxiety. That's normal.
0: Yeah. Well, it is. It's anxiety, but it's not diagnosable anxiety. It's perfectly healthy and normal anxiety or stress, which are two different things but you know, it is okay to become anxious before a test. That is very healthy. It's the old fight or flight. Fight, flight, freeze, et cetera.
1: So the thing about ADHD though, not to cut you off. Oh no, yeah, go ahead. There there are gonna be times where you can pay more attention. There are gonna be times where you can't. And especially when it's things that you don't necessarily want to do or are not interested in like your least favorite, you know, class in high school or college or whatever you know, your least favorite subject that you want to pay attention to, you're, you're going to be easily distracted. Yes. Or definitely. if you're doing something that you really, really like, you're going to want to keep doing that yes. and avoid the other stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. It, I think a lot of teenagers are seeing TikTok videos done by real therapists that, you know, are talking about the different symptoms of ADHD. And so like Sydney was saying, so one thing, here's an example. One thing they tell you when you're a psychology major and undergraduate, or you're in graduate school and you're studying abnormal psychology, it's the same thing as with medical school. They tell the students, they're like, you're going to want to, you're going to see yourself in so many of these diagnoses. You don't have cancer. You don't have schizophrenia. I mean, the odds are, you know, you're perfectly fine and don't have any of these. Just trust me when I say don't diagnose yourself. (laughs) And so, yeah, it's kind of fun because it is true. I mean, it's like, if you start flipping through things, you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, I, I always wash my hands, you know, a couple times after I've, I don't know, played catch with my dog or picked up dog poop. Maybe I have OCD. You don't.
1: My 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 primary care doc is always, she says, I can't, I can't tell you how many times I have to look at people and say, please tell me you didn't Google that because <laughs> you don't have it.
0: Anyhow. <laughs> so yes, I am that Karen who does that. Just kidding. We can call it a Beth. I'm a Beth. It's a Beth.
1: Say, you're not a Karen. Maybe <laughs> that's a
0: Beth. It's a Beth. It's a Virgo thing. Anyhow. Yeah. So ADHD, you know, we had a question uh, several weeks ago where somebody was asking how to treat ADHD without medication, how to treat it naturally. And you know, one of the first things I'd say is there are two amazing online resources for people with ADHD. One is Attitude Mag or Magazine. And it's a, it's a website and they have great articles. So teens, you are certainly sophisticated enough to read those great for your parents too, if they're struggling to understand what's going on with you. And, you know, if you do have ADHD, that is. And if you do have ADHD, I encourage you to check out uh, how to ADHD on uh, YouTube. It's a YouTube channel and it's really good, nice short videos. And, you know, you can also see, you know, they, they give great solutions on how to deal with stuff and strategies on how to deal with having ADHD and trying to accomplish a task. And and they really do a great job with like cartoons, like doing an animated explanation or analogy of what's going on in the brain of somebody with ADHD. And so even if you don't have ADHD, but you hang out with people that have ADHD, maybe watch all this stuff, maybe do a little reading and you'll understand them better. So yeah and impulse controls another, another fun component of ADHD. Oh, but yeah. Do you have something to say about natural treating, naturally well, treating it?
1: You now, you know, disclaimer, I am not a physician. I am not allowed to prescribe anything. Um, I can make suggestions, but definitely check with your primary care doc before you do any of those things. One of them is check and see what happens if you drink a cup of coffee. Um, If it makes it worse, if it makes you, well, I'll get to this in a second. If it makes you more anxious or if it does nothing, then guess what? You don't have ADHD because the reason why stimulants like Adderall or Focalin or Ritalin or whatever work on ADHD brains is because they're wired slightly different. Yeah. And caffeine is similar. It's not, obviously it's not as concentrated, but it's a similar chemical idea. You know? So that's one of those ways to kind of test it out.
0: So if you drink a Red Bull and you all of a sudden can totally focus
1: that I'm not a big proponent of those kinds. I'm but-
0: actually I'm an opponent of those. I do not like those energy drinks because they're not energy, they're sugar and they're caffeine and they're enamel eating carbonation.
1: Right. So yeah, do it. <laughs> I guess they, they'll never be a sponsor of our
0: podcast. <laughs> I am okay with that. I actually would not let them sponsor us because I don't believe in them. Yay! Bird. Anyway,
1: so <laughs> that is one way to kind of test it out especially because coffee like if you feel like crap it's really only going to last about 6 hours yeah you know so it, here's the thing oftentimes anxiety and or depression can mimic ADHD right yeah. um and it used to be that there were a couple of different it used to be that there was ADD which was just the inattentive factor um, right. not the hyperactivity piece but they got they got, got the
0: they three different
1: They put it all under one umbrella where everything is ADHD, but you can have the inattentive type, which used to be ADD. You can have the hyperactive type, which is ADHD, or you can have combined, which is the inattention and the hyperactivity. You know, the the hyperactive part is the impulse control problem.
0: I have that. Me, I got that. (laughs) (laughs) I got bad impulse control. (laughs) Yeah. I usually have the inattentive
1: part, not the hyperactive part. Yeah,
0: I definitely have the hyperactive part.
1: So the, the thing is that depression and anxiety can mimic those symptoms as well, because if you are anxious, you often have things running through your head, which interfere with your ability to pay attention to the thing that you're doing, right? So that looks like inattention. Those are the people though, that if they drink a cup of coffee, it generally makes them worse. You know, yeah. it might put them in a panic attack. It might make their heart race. They might feel crappy. Their brain is going to wander even more like, oh my God, what's wrong with me now, you know? Yeah. So therefore that's anxiety. Depression looks like inattention because why bother paying attention? Because who cares? It's all worthless anyway.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not interested. Not going to affect me in my life. Not interested.
1: Right. Which, uh, you know, not to go down the rabbit hole of something else, but there are people I know who have depression and anxiety who are afraid that they might have bipolar because they get really depressed. And then at some point their anxiety takes over, which spurs them to take action. They're like, oh my gosh, I need to do something because otherwise everything's going to fall apart. Yeah. Which then looks like mania, and then they get exhausted by the anxiety and they Which slip. Which looks like
0: depression. depression.
1: Yeah. Right? So, yeah, most of those people, not bipolar, it's depression and anxiety together that yes. kind of slip flop back and forth, and you ride the roller coaster a little bit.
0: And and just on the topic of trendy, trendy um, diagnoses, bipolar was huge. It was super popular like five years ago that it, it made a big, it reared its head. Um, yeah. So, a lot of people overdiagnosed, you know, incorrectly diagnosed with bipolar. So, although, you know, you might actually have bipolar. So, don't let me, I don't know, talk with your doctor.
1: <laughs> right. That's the thing. We can't, we can't diagnose you via podcast. Yeah. Please
0: We're don't stop taking treatment. your prescription medications because I said people have been uh, overdiagnosed. But so, another right. reason, in addition to ADHD, anxiety, depression, that you might be, or bipolar, that you might be having a lot of wandering thoughts and distractions. So first of all, right now, when we're recording this, it's spring. Spring fevers in the air, baby. Everybody's getting ready. They're looking at the light at the end of the freaking tunnel. School year's almost over. And odds are, if you are an adolescent, teenager, preteen, you probably have some social stuff going on in your life that is pretty distracting. You may not, but you probably do, you know? So that can just, you can just be distracted because you're just like, I am so sick of school. I am so burned out. And wow, he looked at me kind of interestingly the other day. Wonder what that was about. Anyhow.
1: I can't wait for summer. Let's yes. talk about all the fun summer things I'm going to do, you know, and then, exactly. oh, wait, um, I what, what did the, teacher just said
0: (laughs) I think that's where why teachers why schools a lot of times um at this point just start sort of reviewing the year instead of learning new stuff because everybody's tired including the teachers teachers are like when is summer
1: (laughs) well and you also get this whole thing of like it's a nice day outside so after school I'm gonna go do outdoor things and then you it's like wait okay now it's nine o'clock and I have homework to do but I'm tired and I want to go to bed and I'd rather do other fun things. And so I can't pay attention to my homework.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, ADHD can only be diagnosed by, you know, somebody who's skilled at diagnosing ADHD
1: and licensed
0: and licensed. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Licensed too. Although it might depend on the state.
1: That's why any- I said licensed. I didn't say any like, it's, you know, it depends on what the yeah.
0: state is Yeah. So, you know, it's just don't self-diagnose, talk to your doctor, talk to your parents, you know,
1: here's the important thing though. And I, and you know, those of you who have listened to the podcast before have heard me say this a, a few times and I'll keep, you know, this applies to pretty much everything, regardless of the diagnosis or the behavior issues or the challenges a person has, that doesn't mean that you say something like, Oh, I have ADHD. Therefore I can't do fill in the blank. Correct. Like, no, what that means is I have ADHD, so I need to find another way to work around that. Because exactly. Because you gotta do stuff even though you don't wanna. Yes. Even though it's difficult, you still gotta do it.
0: Yes, and we've talked about this with motivation earlier on in the season where we talked about, you know, a lot of times we will wait for a wave of, of inspiration and motivation to hit us. You know, we're like, oh, you know, as I get closer to the deadline, I'm all of a sudden get, get, going to get this huge wave of motivation and I'm just going to tear through this project. You know what? Sometimes it never comes. So you can't count on that. And sometimes, actually, if you start pushing yourself and making yourself take little bites out of what you have to do, sometimes once you get started, then you kind of get excited about what you're working on. You know, you actually discover maybe you do kind of enjoy it. So I'm, I, I force myself to do stuff, and uh, and and you know, then I get caught up in it, and then I never want to stop. <laughs> well, cleaning my house—that that's another
1: piece of the ADHD thing. You know that that it's not always just inability to sustain attention. Sometimes it's getting really wrapped up in something, because the 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 reality is with ADHD. It's, it's the inability to modulate your attention, to pay attention to the things that you have to, whether you like it or not, or to stop paying attention to the things that you really want to, in order to do the other things you need to do. I've even known some people that get so wrapped up in an activity, like organizing their closet, they forget to go to the bathroom, right? Yes, absolutely. Hours will go by and they're like, wait, what?
0: Yes. I, I can totally do that. And I know we shouldn't be doing too much self-disclosure, but I get so caught up in like working on the podcast and stuff. I can go six hours without eating. And then also I'm like, oh crap, it's like 1 p.m. I haven't eaten yet. I need to eat. Okay. Oh, Therapist date is another one that has really great articles and information on ADHD and, and many other psychological issues or psychology issues too. It's a free source. Okay. So how would you recommend dealing with ADHD and its symptoms.
1: Some of it is managing your environment. You know, if you have, for example, a paper that you need to write or a book you need to read or whatever, turn off the notifications on your phone, right? Do it in a place where you won't be distracted.
0: Turn it off of vibrate too, because I find that so distracting when somebody's phone is on vibrate. I mean, mine's just on dead silence. There's nothing happening if something comes in.
1: Yep. Do, tell the people that you share space with that you are, you know, working on a project. Please don't interrupt me unless it's absolutely necessary. You know, that yeah. kind of. Obviously make sure that you go to the bathroom first and you get something to eat or whatever so that you don't, you're not distracted by any of those physical sensations. Yeah. yeah. And if you know that the idea of doing it for a long period of time either is... Unmotivating to you, or that's the thing you think about. Like, how much longer do I have to do this? How much longer do I have to do this? Right? You can set a, a an alarm. You know, like turn turn your phone off on completely on silent, except you know for the alarm. Most of the time, the alarm will come through. It will. Set, yeah. Yeah. Set an alarm for twenty minutes. Say I'm gonna do this for twenty minutes. When the alarm goes off, I'm gonna get up and walk around the room. Then I'm gonna sit down again, do another twenty minutes.
0: You know do that. Jumping kind of thing. jacks, do pushups. Yeah. Physical steps.
1: movement really
0: helps. Yeah, it does. Cause it gets the wiggles out.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Which something you said reminded me of something else. And then I lost my train.
1: That's, that's really apt for this particular episode.
0: I I know, I know. And it's tragic because yeah, I'm living it.
1: Jack leaves that in.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. Actually, I I know what it was. You, you texted me, you texted me a, a link a couple of days ago, like some audio stuff that you listen to. So a lot of people can listen to music while they do their homework and stuff. I've never, huh? Binaural beats. Okay. Yes. I'm looking for
1: Binaural.
0: Oh, here it is. I find, you know, you and I text each other a lot, even when I don't think we're texting each other a lot, took me a while to get back to it. And that was only like on, Oh, never mind. That was Monday. That was like a week ago, dude. All right. My wow, it's
1: already Sunday. Check that out. Yeah, that's another thing of this kind of background, you, know, you, can, you can put in earbuds with this background kind of uh, hum, pleasant noise kind of thing. Doesn't have words, doesn't really have a tune, um, and, and it will give you the ability to block out any of the other audio distractions that may be going on in your environment. I use it a lot when I need to be doing paperwork you know, and I need to be writing notes and things like that because it, it, it blocks out the other distractions. And the more that you use it, the more my brain automatically goes, oh, you're supposed to be doing paperwork now
0: when those. Oh, nice. So you, you've developed new habits with it.
1: Exactly.
0: Gotcha. Like that. Retrain the brain. Yeah. So I think that's a big part of the thing with ADHD too, is just like Sydney saying, just find what works for you and use it, practice it just like everything in life, you have to practice these, these actions and behaviors. And then, cause it's not gonna come easily to you necessarily when you first start doing it, it's gonna take practice and effort and training. So, you know, keep doing it and then it'll become second nature and it, it won't bother you anymore.
1: There's a, um, a couple of folks I, I work with who have ADHD and they have difficulty like sitting still reading books you know, mm-hmm. like you have books that you have to read for English class or whatever. And so they have been able to get them on audio, like, you know, purchase the audio book and nice. then walk Yeah. while they're listening to the audio book. Very important, by the way, I know a lot of people feel like they can multitask. If you are supposed to be paying attention to the audio or the visual of something, don't do other things as well. Other, other than like binaural beats while you're doing p- paperwork or yeah. math or whatever. But like, if you're listening to an audiobook, don't also be scrolling through social media or playing a video game or whatever, because even though people think they can multitask, you're not really absorbing the information.
0: Yeah, so much evidence has been coming out in the last 10 years about not being able to multitask.
1: Right. But the whole idea of getting it as an audiobook and walking, like that's yes. different. Like your body knows how to walk, you're physically moving in space, and your brain is able to pay attention to the audio st- stimulus that's coming in through your ears. Yes. You know, Yeah, actually comes in, it's through your ears. yeah.
0: (laughs) And I would ask as a safety precaution that you only have one earbud in if you're out walking on a street or in a city or something like that, or even on a country road, just, you know, make sure you've got an ear out for traffic and, uh, you know, somebody sneaking up behind you or something, danger issues. That's my mom, little, (laughs) my little mother hen piece.
1: one Um, one of my clients even does that they have they luckily they have access to a treadmill so they basically oh nice i was
0: thinking treadmill is perfect because it's so boring to like just walk on a treadmill yeah but a lot of people do not have access to those so
1: I remember yeah. back in the day we used to like we, you know way back in the day used to go to the gym and we would basically read magazines while we were on the treadmill. I yeah. can't read something and walk at the same
0: time. Well, I mean, and do you remember back in like the eighties and nineties how like it, I guess it was like the nineties like girls would just be draped over like they'd be leaning on it reading their magazine and so they weren't really exercising because they were just hanging on the,
1: the stairmaster, yeah. You know? <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Oh, man, I love those things. I miss those. Thanks for joining us today. Remember to send us your questions on Instagram, handle at ask podcast or by email ask at askthepodcast.com. Trying to
1: figure this whole thing out, too.